Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Thanks for joining me for episode 156 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the sensual, body-loving creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch. (laughs) That sounded so funny. Body-loving creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. I also want to quickly mention that for those of you who follow me on YouTube, if all goes according to plan and I manage to get over my own resistance, <laughs> I will be posting two trailers on my channel, one for each of the ebooks that I released uh, so far this year. One is The Spiritually Mature Witch, Five Keys to Unlocking Your Personal Power, and the other is The Rich Witch, Seven Portals of Prosperity. I'm just mentioning that because there's definitely going to be a little or a big (laughs) disconnect from this month's theme, The Body of a Witch, when those go up. But I believe they need to go up for marketing purposes, so I just thought I'd give you a little heads up about that. I'm going to be talking about the body of the witch, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> a trailer is going to pop up for the rich witch. Um, and of course, I hope you like those videos too, and I would love to hear what you think of them, but they're really, they're for strangers. They're for introducing new people to my work. So anyway, I just thought you might you might like to know that, <laughs> so it's not so random. As for the body of a witch, that's what we're really here to talk about now. So let's just get into it, shall we? Today's show is called Physical Transformation as a Metaphor for Magic. And I'm just going to read to you now the little blurb that I wrote about it on Facebook this morning because it's, um, I, think there's, I think this might get complicated. I, I feel very talky today. So let's sum it up nicely. I think what I wrote on Facebook does that before we get rolling here. And it goes like this, what I said. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. I say that a lot because it's true. At least it can be. For example, you can focus on transforming one area of your life, your body, with the intention of transforming another, your home, as an energetic side effect and wind up experiencing the most astounding magic. I have seen it happen time and time again. And I really have seen it happen time and time again (laughs) in my life and in the lives of others. If you're a fairly new agey person, you're probably familiar with the principles of feng shui. If not, in a nutshell, feng shui is about the layout and arrangement as well as the ongoing space clearing of your home as it is believed that your home, the physical building that you live in, acts as a kind of energetic template for every aspect of your life. And you want to keep the chi flowing. You want to keep the energy flowing. And that's why 
people who practice feng shui, they arrange their furniture in certain ways and they're always getting rid of clutter and things like that because they're trying to keep the flow flowing. And I use the word template deliberately because there literally literally is a template, a bagua, a grid, if you will, that feng shui practitioners use to orient themselves and their clients to desire to the desired placement of their things. So you have an area that represents love, one that represents family, another that correlates to your health, and still another for fortune and so on. If you read The Rich Witch, you probably have a good idea of how similarly we can work with the seven major chakra systems of our bodies in order to court energetic flow, the flow of money in that case. But this is true of all forms of energy. That's why, again, I say how you do anything is how you do everything. Once you learn how to work with the chakra system, understanding feng shui makes more sense. Once you understand that you are holding resistance to money in a certain area of your body, you'll begin to wonder and, as a result, hopefully discover where in your body you might be resisting love. So, they all, they're all, everything is related. <laughs> how you treat others is a reflection of how you treat yourself, is a reflection of how your parents treated you when they were raising you. Understanding tarot helps you understand astrology, helps you understand Kabbalah, helps you understand the elements, etc. Do you see how that works? I know you can't answer me right now. <laughs> Hopefully you see how that works. Because I see, I see this more and more all the time. It's why how you do anything is how you do everything has become a core principle of mine, really. I actually didn't realize that I had a set of core principles until I was well into my video making, years into making videos and recording podcasts and writing newsletters and blog posts, all of that. I started seeing myself repeating the same themes over and over again and saying the same little catchphrases over and over and over again. And at first I was like, geez, Joe, you, you sound like a broken record. How many times can you mention as above, so below, as within, so without? <laughs> and then I was like, apparently many times. I can mention it so many times. And whether or not that resonates with anyone else, it resonates with me. These lessons always go deeper with every exploration for myself i can only speak for myself and i can only share what i know who i am and where i'm at in my life right now so that's what i do but i actually have a master list of these principles that i've been keeping and looking at and rearranging and thinking about and i will publish that at some point maybe just on my about page or something i don't know that it will be a big deal <laughs> but for my own satisfaction, as a kind of kick-ass witch philosophy. There are 13 right now, which is fittingly fitting for a witch, I think. <laughs> but um, I just want to keep tracking that a little while longer um, to see what else, if anything else, uh, emerges. Um, so I've just been kind of watching myself from the outside looking in. I mean, like, hey, you said that again. Like, what is, you know, and you believe that. So that must be one of these principles. Anyway. Back to this idea of physical transformation as a metaphor for magic. That's the real subject today. Let's see if, see if we can stay there. <laughs> and speaking of repeating myself, 
I thought it would be fun to use our model of the witch's pyramid, the one that I have shared here many times as a formula for deliberate manifestation to explore the way transforming our bodies, since this is about the body of a witch this month, um, to explore the way transforming our bodies with the intention to also transform some other part of our lives as an energetic side effect, how that might be useful. See, I knew, I knew things were going to get wordy today because I'm like tying in a lot of, please let me know if this show makes sense to you. I would love to hear, especially this show, because <laughs> I'm feeling I'm about to jump off a cliff and I have no idea if anybody's going with me. But let's explore this if we can. Physical transformation as a metaphor for magic using this model that I've talked about a lot of the witch's pyramid. In brief, the way I use the witch's pyramid, which is basically tracing a star shape, a pentacle, if you will, but just a, an old school star like you did in school, um, you know, where you cross from one side to the other to the other to the other, that very childish looking kindergarten star that you've probably drawn a million times in your life. Tracing that pentacle, that star shape in one fluid motion up from the bottom left corner you start down at the bottom left corner is that right yes the bottom left corner which represents to know the air element up toward the right outer arm to dare the water element and then back across to the outer left arm to will the element of fire and then back down to the right bottom corner to be silent the earth element and then up to the top to go the element of spirit, the alpha omega, the beginning and end, where the star just keeps on going to know, to dare, to will, to be silent, to go, to know, to dare, to will, to be silent, to go. <laughs> and back around times infinity. It's kind of like a witchy infinity symbol for magic making. That's how I I work with this symbol all the time. It's how I think about the law of attraction. It's how I think about magic. And it's how I've come to think about transforming any aspect of my life. It doesn't mean it's a fact. It just means it's a useful symbol for me, a useful template, as I was just saying about, you know, the Bhagwan Feng Shui. This is what works for me. So let's just work with an example here to make this more real life relevant perhaps i hope you were able to follow that when i was <laughs> saying up from the left you can listen back and just get a pencil and follow my instructions but you're just tracing a star it doesn't matter where you start you know you could put the air element over to the left or whatever i just do it that way because i like spirit to be at the top to be the upper point of the star because i believe it doesn't really start with spirit with to know it starts with spirit you know i mean you could start anywhere on the on the pinnacle, but really, hopefully, a, a great idea, something that you want to manifest in your life, it's it's a prompt from your soul, it's a prompt from spirit, and you start with the idea, intellectualizing it to know, like, you, oh, I have this idea, you have a strategy, you have a plan, and then you start moving across to the different components that help you get to the point of manifestation. So let's say you want to lose three dress sizes. You've You've decided... You're going to lose three dress sizes by cutting your calories down to 1,500 calories a day and doing a Zumba class four times a week. 
that might seem like a superficial goal from the outside looking in, but it could absolutely be a goal from spirit. As your soul knows that your current physical state is, and I'm just making this up, I don't know your current physical state, but let's just say your current physical state is unhealthy and unable to support your other dreams, including let's just say building your own business online from scratch. You've always wanted to start your own online business. And somehow in your mind, the two seem related. Maybe you don't even know why, but something in you, your soul is is prompting you in this direction. Your soul knows, you know on an intuitive level that the two are somehow connected. And so in spirit, you go. And then you're moving around the pyramid. You're moving around the star pyramid is misleading but you're moving around the star so you go to go and your first stop in the manifestation process is to strategize to come up with a plan to intellectualize the process you're about to engage in so that's when you decide to cut back on your calories to 1500 a day fyi those should be highly nutritious nutrient dense calories or you are not going to meet that goal (laughs) you're just not uh vegetables people anyway so that's when you decide your strategy you're going to cut back on your calories to 1500 a day and you're going to do those four zumba classes every week come hell or high water and that's when the water element comes into play the emotion and the feeling that will keep you motivated and engaged until you reach your goal, the point of manifestation. Many people use visual prompts at this phase, like vision boards, for example, to keep the emotion going, to keep that connection to the original spark. Um, Or audio, which is extremely supportive emotionally. A great playlist can keep you it can keep the emotions running high in a positive way. So you can put that playlist together, you know, when you're in the phase of to know, knowing that you're going to be stimulating the phase of to dare, that emotion that you need, to dare, to dare to take the action. It can get you moving toward that other point on the pinnacle, to will, exercising your will and your body, in this case, each and every day, uh, to stay determined and passionate and taking regular action with, of course, a day of rest and recuperation, integration thrown in for good measure. As everybody knows who is a gym rat or who works out regularly, you need a rest day to be silent, to be still, to receive the earth element. And then you may move through this cycle many, 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 many times before you finally drop those three dress sizes. But when you finally do, you will have learned something very important in the process, hopefully, something that you can absolutely apply to running your own business because you set the intention from the beginning to stay tuned to the lessons with that in mind. You can see how When your mind can only take you so far, you need to call in your heart by stimulating a real sense of emotion, the kind of emotion that will empower your actions, and you'll be able to see how too much action is too much action, and that a period of rest and integration is just as important to the whole process as is putting in place a really great strategy. You will also, no doubt, be schooled on the realities 
of this time-space reality, how things move more slowly on the physical plane than they do on the astral or in our imagination. Things don't always go our way. Uh, And that can apply to anything you try to, any transformation you try to do in your life. Um, And typically, not always, but things tend to move more slowly here on the physical plane. And what could be a greater teacher of this reality than consciously shaping the flesh of your body with the energy of food and the sweat of your brow? You see how changing the shape of your finances or your home or your business could be the same, how it's all related I think a great thing to do, um, if you've never done this personally yourself, like taking before and after pictures, is just go look at the before and after pictures of someone's body who's lost a lot of weight and replaced it with a lot of fit, toned muscle. Um, and then note, if if possible, um, wherever you find that online, I guess, how many days it took, how they got there to achieve that, you know, they did, it didn't just happen overnight. <laughs> and plastic surgery, by the way, can't get you a body like that. Only eating right and creating, you know, strong a strong, healthy body can create, like, beautiful muscles and shape that way, um, the way I'm envisioning it in my mind. <laughs> and that is hardcore. That will take you through such a transformation. There's a business coach that I love. Her name is Shonda or Shanda, I think, Sumpner. And uh, I've been following her now for a couple of years, and she does something, I think it's the Pace Club, it is, yes, where she makes the entrepreneurs, these are people that have their own online businesses, she teaches them how to make a fortune with their with their businesses, so much money. She's very ambitious and financially driven, and she attracts those kinds of clients. I am not a client of hers, I just kind of like to watch from the outside looking in, <laughs> But uh, she puts them through something called the Pace Club where they have to run, I think first they have to run a half marathon and they have to train for the marathon. And at first I was like, this is a stupid, horrible idea. Like, yay, glad for you that you like to, she likes to do races and stuff. She's like my family that way. My sister and my dad are insane. (laughs) They're always doing like these huge mega marathons and triathlons and pushing their bodies that way. And she's kind of one of those people. And I just thought like, how weird, like that's so specific and weird. Why would you shoehorn people in that way to something that has nothing to do with business? But in listening and Watching her over time, I've found it has everything to do with business. Everything. She's the lessons that these people are learning in endurance and applying their will and being strategic and falling down and getting back up and, you know, having to have patience with their bodies when, you know, the physical plane ain't cooperating with the big ideas they have in their head. All of that applies to business. And this is a very successful program that she's had going for a long, long time. I'm not plugging that program. I'm just saying, for example, um, that is one great example of how these things are connected. And I can see that in my dad and my sister as well, these crazy, diehard, adventurous athletes. They just, they don't want to sit still reading a book. Like, I think they're bizarre and they think I'm bizarre. We are so opposite because I was, 
I've always been the nerd with the book in the corner, and they're like in like the little spandex shorts with the weird shoes on, or you know, super tan and ready to go like <laughs> run 20 miles for the fun of it in the heat of summer. <laughs> um, but then you look. My dad is a serial entrepreneur and really loves that and is super engaged with that. My sister is um, she's actually a real estate agent, but she's got a, a lot of different things going on. And I can see, like now, thanks to Shanda Sumner, the energy that they apply, the joy that they have in pushing their bodies physically and exploring the limits that way has absolutely affected all the other areas of their life. And it's inspired me, too. I've become more of a sun child since listening to Shanda and, and noticing this in my family. And it's made me curious about that, too. So just a little ramble there, a little side note. But I thought that was a really good example. I personally, I'm a person, funny, too, I'm sitting next to the Two of Pentacles. I pulled the Two of Pentacles this morning. I always pull a tarot card when I wake up in the morning. So I'm literally looking at two little witches' pyramids right in front of me. This guy, this dude is standing on a rock with one foot up. There's a waves crashing behind him. He's balanced on this rock. And then in each hand, he has a pinnacle that he's, like, juggling. And there's even, like, an infinity symbol around them both, which ties into everything I'm saying here today. And I literally did not have this thought until I started doing the show. And I looked down and saw this sitting right next to me. And I was like, ah, and now I have time to mention it, so I'm going to mention it. But um, I've come to know the Two of Pentacles is the joyful juggler and the card of the entrepreneur, really. It's such a great card for entrepreneurs. And I don't think that's my original idea. It could be. I don't think it is, though. I think I probably read that um, in K Kim Huggins' Complete Guide to Tarot Illuminati. That's where I think it came from. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I've come to see this guy as a joyful juggler, um, you know, balls in the air, trying to keep everything going. And that is so me because I'm a person who likes to do everything at once. I want everything to be perfect. I want to do it all. And, you know, I want to concentrate on my money, but I also want to concentrate on my body and I want to concentrate on my relationships and I want to concentrate on my home and I want to concentrate on my career and everything else all at the same time. Much to the exhaustion of people who want to listen to me yip-yap about that. <laughs> but I've found um, in my old age that life doesn't really work like that. You cannot do it all all at the same time. You'll hear a lot of feminists, you know, the call used to be like, we can have it all, we can do it all, and now things have changed. Women did try to do it all in the 80s and the early 90s and then dramatically changed their tune to, okay, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. <laughs> and I've learned that as well in my own life. There are times for devoting to space clearing your home with absolute concentration, just as there are times for cleansing your body or hustling to improve your income. And when you find yourself in one of those times, other things might have to go on the back burner while you concentrate on that. They're not entirely out of the picture. They're just on the back burner. And what comforts me is knowing that being on the back burner does not mean growing cold or stale. Those dishes are still keeping warm <laughs> while I focus on the dish at hand and while I am learning by putting my focus and a concentrated attention there. 
what I'm learning by doing that is going to impact the entire meal. I'm going to learn lessons that are going to apply to all the dishes on the back burner, if that makes sense. I just went into a weird metaphor. And that's fitting. That's fitting because I am such a foodie. And uh, <laughs> I did not mean to say this, but I'm, I'm finishing early today. This is wild. This never happens to me. Um, woohoo! But I am redoing the Sad to Sexy program. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. I want to relaunch that during The Body of a Witch before this is all over. It's going to be automated, so you can do it whenever you feel like it. So I have a lot of extra work to do this month behind the scenes, um, redoing videos and getting that. I'm hoping to get that all up on Gumroad because that's where I sell my eBooks, and I would just like to have it in one nice place uh, for you guys because I – I want to focus on magic. I want to focus on witchcraft. That's my passion. Food is another, it's a personal passion of mine that I really started when I started this business. I like to talk about it, but you all don't want to go there with me. Only some of you do. Some of you are excited about that and interested in that. So <laughs> I'm going to have that up as an evergreen product for all time, anytime you want to do it. So people because people write to me, when are you doing the next round of Sad to Sexy? And I haven't done one. It's been almost a year since I did the last round because I lead them myself. So there will still be a private Facebook group to ask me questions and things like that, but um, you're going to do it at your own pace. So the materials will be delivered to you weekly. It's a 30-day program, and you can do it whenever you feel like it. So hopefully I can get that together before we move on to next month's theme. I got a few weeks to pull it together, so wish me luck. <laughs> I guess that's why I was talking about things on the back burner. Somehow it all makes sense in my mind. I hope you were able to travel with me today. I hope you're enjoying spring if you're living in the northern hemisphere, fall. Those are the two greatest times of year in my in my opinion. I love I love that temperate weather where you can actually engage with nature without freezing your ass off or sweating to death. <laughs> it's such a beautiful time of year. So until we meet again, I'll be back here next Tuesday at noon, live Pacific, talking at you. Much love. Peace.